we very rarely discuss careers. I got on the phone to my dad in tears and went, Dad, I can't do this, Dad. Give me till September to try and get somewhere with it. I'm aware that I, my challenge should probably be bigger than it is. I never really enjoyed being on stage. I didn't know who I was. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to be famous. If you have a bad gig, that just comes back to me. To That's like, yeah, yeah. That they don't like you. It became so personal. I need to be liked and laughed at. I think that's what like, the nerves got to me. Uh, hello everyone, welcome back to The Process. This is like a mini process. Yeah. Or, a, or a proc, if you will. <laughs> um, uh, me and, here a minute, Stephen tries a uh, round for a Coke Zero. Yeah. Very <laughs> casual. Very casual. casual. Yeah. And we're going to do great stories. This time with Stephen tries in a second. Um, but I thought I'd just take the opportunity to uh, get the views in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get that mug on the thumbnail. Yeah, many, uh, many of you, mug is, that's London slang, don't worry about it. Um, to talk about maybe comedy for a sec of course yeah because yeah. um, despite the I'm sure there's loads of like harrowing deep stuff like, it's a yeah yeah like um, divorce yeah Other, yeah on like EastEnders and stuff and, like, yeah, yeah. That you've seen, like sad films that you've seen like really difficult stuff um, I think the thing that people have asked when I've gone oh who, who do you want on the process and who do you want what do you want to talk about is you and comedy yeah and uh, you got a degree in it haven't you I have yeah um, so, uh, it's the it's the strangest degree I think we were talking before we started filming about uh, university and the, yeah. the degrees that you do like, so I did sport development with coaching yeah yeah which is I, I, is actually it's meaningful if you actually understand what it is but if you're not going to follow down that road then really you've probably you've probably let yourself down there a little bit if you know what no. I mean I'm probably being harsh people are going to get annoyed about that I don't know actually probably not that many people it's but do, do you feel funny about having that as your degree? not now when I was studying it I thought this sounds ridiculous it is ridiculous <laughs> but now that it's my job I yeah. think it sort of validates is that a relief? <laughs> yeah because I was like as soon as I got the degree I thought to myself just just try and get a job within the sort of realm of comedy writing and, and performance so when you're in that degree when you're doing that degree how many comedy degrees are there knocking about there was two now there's one <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, um, what happened I don't know it uh, wasn't funny enough. Max was in Southampton he was doing it right think, oh you didn't go to same uni as Matt well no he, he went to there for a year right found the people on that course which is so weird so he dropped out and came to Salford and I think they've stopped doing it in Southampton now right I think um, and then he, he he found our course you know it was, it was full of a, a lot more normal people sure yeah like so um, so yeah when you were doing it was, was there kind of an understanding of right there's about 10 or so jobs that you can do um, not really no we, we very <laughs> rarely discuss careers it was what's the like, and what's the first the first lecture what are they what's the introduction what are they going do you know what I mean like so for us right so when I did it they were going right you've got this the Olympics are on the horizon like, yeah. there's a lot of money going into sport now like this is sort of the whole thing about um, there's a big thing about like 10,000 hours and that being important so when you're okay, coaching yeah. kids and all this stuff so there's like elite stuff there and then there's like 
mass participation in yeah. sport as well. So there were like things that and, and government kind of initiatives and stuff that were like there. So it's yeah. like, oh, do this course, make sure you know about this, and then there'll be these jobs. Yeah. So for a comedy course, what does any of that exist? What's the introduction? Not really. The introduction we got was we were we we were told to go to the drama building, which we did. Then <laughs> uh, some people, I think they were they were pretending they were from maybe like the early early twentieth century. So they were playing characters. Oh, oh, li- oh they literally yeah. were doing that. Okay. Yeah, they were they were students, and then a guy came in. Uh, what ruffles? <laughs> it was it was bizarre. It was <laughs> the guy came in, and he was an older gentleman, and he was uh, I don't know what his name was, Mister Whistle or something like that. Right. And instead of talking to us about the course, they sent us on some sort of bizarre, like chase around the, the building to get to know the building I guess that was their introduction was that then, a joke? we'd hope so and then it turns out this really strange bloke who's just annoying everyone is actually one of the course leaders right and I was like oh is this what I've, I've come into yeah like, it's, it's literally just like a joke like it's ridiculous and then the first lesson I had with him it was the Thursday and I'd started on the Monday uh, got to the break and I just I got on the phone to my dad in tears and went oh, really? I, I don't think I can yeah, do emotion, this emotion, brilliant yeah, yeah uh, I, uh, so I, I can't do this dad uh, not after the divorce <laughs> and he and he was like just just try and give it like a bit more time yeah but there was just but so and the, and the the feeling of like this isn't right yeah was that because of you were like, I'm wasting time here. Wasting time, and I think we were the first year, it was nine grand a year. We were either first or second right. year. So that was a big deal to everyone. Everyone was constantly going, yeah. nine grand a year for this. And it, I, th- I think what I believed I was going to do was write comedy and just learn how to become a stand-up comedian, because mm. that was all I wanted to do. But this was just like, it seemed very much like a drama course in terms of uh, like a cat do different things as a cat I, mean, right. I was just like I'm yeah. on all fours here uh, uh, this four year old man is just not to be trusted and so is there that were you aware of like things like you know like Blackadder and, and like Cambridge at Cambridge there's a lot of like Stephen Fry and all those guys yeah, yeah, yeah. coming through and like having that society where they all like create all this stuff and then they go on and dominate like, yeah. is that what you were hoping for a little bit I was because what what I got told was I'd, I'd made my options for university and then my dad went he sent me a link to Peter Kay is starting up this comedy course and I was like oh that's that's brilliant like for a university degree I can I want to do comedy so I could just completely focus on that yeah uh, turns out Peter Kay had very little to do with it he was there apparently for this opening day uh, to launch the course because he was a former Salford student right then he was there at my graduation and I thought oh he's, he's going to at least shake our hands and say well done no he was getting a, an honorary degree so he's just uh, yeah yeah well done well done Pete yeah um, and then because it's in Salford they've got Media City now yeah and so when, whenever you looked on the course in the background there'd just be Media City lit up and it'd be like BBC, ITV, they just throw that in your face. Yeah. That's all you hear about. They're going on about all these opportunities. Uh, 
the, f- the first opportunity we got was with the BBC apparently it was near Halloween so it was going to be a, a comedy tram so a tram full of BBC employees there's a tramp there no 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 <laughs> a new comedy it's good on set. <laughs> think about it uh, so Max got the run now uh, <laughs> and it was uh, this tram full of the employees and basically they'd stop at the tram stop and we'd we'd then perform for them and I was so sceptical at this point it then became clear that we were going to perform Michael Jackson's thriller and be zombies um, so a bit like James Corden's thing have you seen that? James Corden's uh, like, it's called, it's called like High... It's like, oh, where they cross the road? Yeah. Yeah. A bit like that. But they, this was before yeah. James Corden. Uh, <laughs> it must have been on the tram. Uh, but it, it it was just like, this is our big opportunity, is it? There's stand-up comedians on the tram, so they were performing. Yeah. We just looked so bizarre outside. <laughs> yeah. so weird. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then... It even became the case that it wasn't BBC employees, it was Media City employees, and there's a harvester at Media City, so there's like waitresses and waiters on there. They're not looking to me to give me a big shot, they're not going, he's really good at dancing, that man. Yeah, yeah. So it was just a case of lost hope, basically, over the years. But what I, that's on one hand. On the other hand, what I didn't realise was we had all this equipment to make our own stuff, we had so much free time, and it was, and people on the course, should be like-minded and it wasn't until pretty much the last month of third year I went oh we we should have been using the cameras <laughs> to make sketches and I was like oh, I can't believe we've wasted all this but we did you realise we, we did the the Stormzy video and the uh, really good guys the F2 Freestylers parody so we got those two done and that sort of set us on the way so, so with the the sketches then let's get into all that um, that Stormzy one yeah so I think like so certain people like I've chat to like Will uh, before and Will's so driven isn't he that he yeah. kind of he knew he wanted to do it and he wanted to be good at it and yeah. and it was important that he was successful at it yeah did you did you have that feeling that a lot of people when they get to the third year or if they're finishing college and not going to go to uni they're like okay you sort of like start to focus up a bit and you go right I need to we need to do something here did you obviously you're never going to imagine the Stormzy one's going to bang no. like it does but were you like okay right we need to I need to find a platform and something to kind of get stuff out there well, I'd, I'd been doing stand up since the start of first year and I'd I'd done quite well with that I was sort of I was like a a young prospect with it like the, there was the comedy store in London had me on like a decent spot that up and coming comedians would want to be on hmm. so I, was, I had that and then I was I was sort of becoming disinterested as I was doing the same stuff and it just realised it wasn't for me yeah and our last project what most people would be a dissertation we did a I think it was called a P, PRP so we made a, a project and it was a, a sketch show so we did all sort of TV parodies and then I was we did a, a big showcase and the audience seemed to really like it. So I was like, oh, we could just put this on YouTube then. I thought, well, my channel has been sort of left for ages. And before that, it was just challenge videos with my, my mate. So I thought, well, I can't just put a sketch up with no, like, sort of show that it's going to be a comedy channel. And then I thought, right, we'll make a quick sketch, put that up, and people go, oh, it's a comedy channel. Right. So then I thought, oh, I'll just do a Stormzy parody. Uh, I'd bought the the jacket and I 
because I liked it. And I thought, oh, I've got the outfit. It's so easy. So we did that, put it up, and then I was looking at it. I was like, this is better than our, our sketch show. So I told Tom, and I was like, what we've just done is, is way better than the sketches. He's like, no, no way. And then it was up for about two months, and I think it had like a thousand views. Right. And that was uni students, really? Yeah. Mates, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I was, uh, I was in Cavos, and someone messaged me saying, uh, uh, oh, your video's on, I put it on Facebook, it's got 200,000 views. And I just thought, oh, they're making that up. And then uni lads messaged me saying, can we share this video? I was like, yeah. And I'd sent it to Lad Bible already, because that's that tragic. So they had it. So it got posted, and uh, and I was very fortunate. I'd scheduled a video to go out, I think, the day after or something. So right. that started to grow, and then my YouTube channel had another video to go out anyway. So from there, I gained about 3,000, and then I was just thinking to myself, I'd done about two months of sketches, and I was... I was really trying to be like make as a YouTuber. I'd said to my parents like, "Give me till September to try and get somewhere with it." Right. What time? When? What month's this then? If you so we're September. July now. Right. And so it was like, grow well, finish uni May, and then yeah, made a few videos. They they just went okay, you can try it, uh, and then July, it sort of to show it's it showed some promise there, and then I just built on that. Because I think a lot, a lot of people, like we sort so in my world, <clears throat> uh, Craig, you know Craig, our editor. Yeah. He like he loved you like really early doors. I think I reckon, I reckon you might have been on about twelve, twelve thousand or something like that oh, when I spotted you. Yeah. Um, and because Chris Pajak and Red Men TV, yeah, 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 he was obsessed with you as well. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, it did. What I find mad is, especially like being a producer in football, is often like tags and things are important. Yeah. And like, do you give a fuck about tags? Do you do anything like that? I I used to try, then I realised my tags would would get the video demonetised. Right. <laughs> uh, so I've just sort of it's the same stuff every time now. It's like comedy, comedy yeah. video. Stephen tries how to be, and that's. But uh, the good thing about that is, I think you the engagement of the subscribers that you get. Uh, is a lot more kind of authentic than other people because yeah. they found you via via like word of mouth or yeah. stumbled across it somehow and then have enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but that's I find that amazing about your your rise is that it and it must it must make you feel good is that it is about quality. Or, or yeah. I mean yeah, it, it, you're obviously making people laugh. Because, I try because to. the tags are shit <laughs> yeah. it's, I've, I'm aware that I, my channel should probably be bigger than it is but um, it's, it's down to my lack of videos and lack of <laughs> care when it bit. comes to oh, at, at no point in my video will I say oh please subscribe or because yeah, yeah, I just think I just try to make it something that stands on its own as a video like it could like anyone could sort of watch it so I, I sort of treat it like a, not an art piece but you know I don't want it to be interrupted at all yeah I think as well do you probably feel a bit more comfortable with that because like you're talking about with the, the degree and I, I saw I, you know, obviously again before we started 
um, talking on air or whatever on the camera um, <laughs> on air wanker <laughs> <laughs> I like I was going to do theatre and all that stuff and then I hit an age and I just got really aware yeah. or like self-conscious and I, I wonder if that was the same thing for you that like it's almost if as long as you, as long, you're almost a, if you go silly enough not silly enough but do you know what I mean if you go yeah. far enough then you can be comfortable there because of course you're joking yeah do you know what I mean but I think if you, people thought you were taking yourself seriously yeah you'd feel uncomfortable and That's I it. wonder if on that course you had people who were taking themselves maybe a bit too seriously or the thing felt a bit too amdram yeah and it sort of it didn't feel right there was a I think the, the weirdly that the course leader well one of them he was <laughs> he has a doctorate in clowning so it was like he was <laughs> he was so passionate about clowning to the point where it just it was it's just too much yeah yeah it was just he'd go into depth about how you need to trip over and look back at the spot you tripped on and he just he just ruined that for me yeah right? uh, but there was my course was very strange I mean I think for the most part people didn't take themselves seriously there was one course where everyone tried to be deadly serious and I, I just despised it because they were they were I don't know I just like taking the piss I think and they we were doing like a video project and it was a parody of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and people were just like on about this schedule and doing everything precise and it just the, like you see people differently and like oh this isn't for me yeah yeah. I just I just rather mess about really so when it comes to so when it comes to writing comedy you've done stand up and you've done sketches yeah so first of all what's the difference between those two in terms of like the the writing process because People probably won't know that. People might think that some of your stuff is improvised, but it is really well yeah. scripted. Uh, the sketches, in particular, obviously yeah. stand up, and actually will be as well. Yeah. What What's the difference in your in your thinking when you're writing stand up or when you're doing uh, a sketch? I think with I find sketches far far easier to write because uh, they're having different characters. It, when, it, when it's stand up it's just myself yeah. my character and I didn't even know who that character was back then and then with Descri- sketches how would you describe that character my stand up character um, so it wasn't it wasn't you you were being was it, it was, you dialed up or it was me dialed up yeah but it was also I, I was quite young I didn't really I hadn't thought it through I just yeah. I jumped in at the deep end I had some jokes but I didn't just know. like you know, like X Factor, they talk about uh, you've developed a few bad habits. So, like, I, I think I had it as a presenter when I came to do online stuff. Yeah. I'd watched too much TV and I was like talking like a, I was talking like a TV presenter. Yeah. Were you like talking like doing stand up things? Like, I was. Well, when I was doing stand up, I'd, I'd, I'd got to the point where I'd had like my set, but I'd learn it completely like a, a monologue, so that, I, it was just like I was just talking right you weren't feeling it yeah so yeah. That, that was a big problem for me and if or if people heckled me I'd have in my head a heckle put down so I'd be ready with that but it was just robotic it was like someone shouts something go with that and it, I never really enjoyed being on stage I enjoyed it when they were laughing but yeah it was 
I didn't know who I was, so I was I was telling these jokes, but I couldn't really ad lib because, like, what does this this person say? Right. Uh, and it, is that because as well with stand up? There's this. There's this sort of you've got the stage, haven't you? So yeah. you should be someone who's got something to say. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. should have that opinion or that feeling on the world or or whatever it is. Yeah. There's a YouTube I really like a guy called um, Sneeko and he's getting into stand up now, and the videos that he was making for a long time were like were pieces where he's basically just getting out these kind of streams of thought yeah. so when he started to I can see him trying to do stand up now I'm like yeah. I totally understand it but I don't think everyone's like that some people yeah. are a bit more like chilled out with things I guess where you were at uh, or you were just 18 or whatever it was and you were yeah I was, I was just I was young and I, I knew how to write a joke but I didn't know like I, I needed to create a character but I didn't do that yeah uh, I was I wish I had because for me it was uh, I don't know I think I, I wanted to be successful I wanted to be famous I didn't want to have a stage name because I wanted people to know it's me so it's a bit of an ego thing uh, but the problem with doing that is if you have a bad gig or someone says they don't like your act mm. Like that just comes back to me. To That's like yeah, yeah. that they don't like you. So it became so personal, and my need to be liked and laughed at. I think that's what like the nerves got to me yeah. so much more. I think there's a nice feeling about going, and that's a nice thing about YouTube is you it allows you to have a tiny bit more distance because you can make something, put it out there, go away, yeah, <laughs> go away, and like comments if they're like nice, then great. If they're not, you can go well, you're you must be miserable then. Yeah. <laughs> you're fine you kind of leave it it's, yeah. that's the like the torture of stand-up I would guess is how fuck, you are right yeah. in like the embers of it aren't you yeah uh, but I think because I look so young people didn't really heckle me right so I got away with it but I've I've seen some people just get cut down on stage when they're, when they're just trying to learn and grow on the yeah. job and it's it's hard to see uh, would you get back to it I think so if, if I worked out what I was going to be or like had a character mm. and there is something like special about the feeling of a gig going well it's, yeah. it's lovely but when I did it it was my be all and end all like I was at university I needed a career and that was my sort of only way out as I saw it whereas now I've sort of I've got the sketches I can sort of prove myself there ish so if I, if I did yeah. stand up it would be nice to try and just just try something different and I think it yeah, it's a, it is two different mindsets with stand up. You have to stand up. You have to. For me, I'm like joke, 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 joke. So mm. it's it's very intense. Uh, I guess as well, you've got it's so much broader with a sketch as you can go to a place. Yeah, like you know the, the, the same six venues that we, you always go to. <laughs> no one's no one's you know no one's really thinking you've you've gone to Buckingham Palace or wherever. Yeah, they're they're going along with you, yeah. but. For you, I guess, I mean, I'm guessing it, there's that bit more of a landscape for you to kind of go to different places and yeah. create different characters and do different things, right? Also, with stand up, I think I ran out of steam very quickly because I was, I was 20 and so I've not lived, I've lived a very safe life. <laughs> lived in St. Helens. It's, there's only so many jokes you can make about that place. Yeah, yeah, you need material then. Yeah. Right? I, I'd, I mean, in terms of actually living in life experiences, I'd 
I'd not I'd not done anything, <laughs> especially females, you know. So that that could be a big part of relatable comedy for people. Yeah, yeah. Like couples on a night out, they go to watch stand up comedy. They don't want to hear me talking about you know they're getting caught wanking. <laughs> yeah. So with the sketches, if you sit down to write a sketch, yeah. What's your thought process? How do you begin it? How do you structure it? Uh, it's usually I'll I'll have an idea like just. I've not done this for a while, but I'll have something. Well, I used to have something to parody. I did a lot of how to bees, and that yeah. that sets you up as a, it gives you a structure. Um, whereas with what's the last sketch I did? Oh, the house. I did a house party sketch, and that was that was just me sort of thinking of. It's always like yeah, just write party and then mind map a few things off it. What can happen? Yeah. So that's how I'll do it, and I'll see if I can get a couple of areas. And then sort of just work it together, um, but in terms of ideas, it is it is often I'll watch something and I'll want to parody that a little bit. Like I watched Brooklyn Nine Nine for a bit, then I did a sort of like a police sketch, um, just because it like although I'm not experiencing it in real life, yeah, it's influenced me enough through that to sort of want to do it. Do you do this? I do this thing where I watch TV and be at the news or whatever, and then I like finish their sentence with something far more random <laughs> just to kind of like entertain myself <laughs> to like I don't know like you'll be something serious I'll almost turn what I'm watching yeah. into a sketch because there'll be like a there's a thing that you shouldn't say right yeah. now that could be a punchline I'll just say it out loud for myself okay <laughs> <laughs> just me just me sounds fun though it should do it it's wicked it's really good fun um, and what about um, the writing of a joke then? Um, so I think you're you different people have different like styles. Yeah. Uh, what is what's your style? Oh. Um, I'd say. Well, here's a, is there a style of comedy that you you just can't do? And is there a style? And then what is your style of comedy? In terms of can't do, I don't know. Uh, not not in a cocky way. I just, I've just never thought about it. In terms of my style, uh, I really like. I like to think I'm quick-witted. That's dwindling, but I used to think I was. So Lee Mack, his sort Did of style. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's sort of like the the quick, quick lines. Yeah, I like that. If they say something, pick a bit, pick up on a, a bit of the line, twist it. I like wordplay. That's a, uh, I overdo it but I, I enjoy that I also like I'm nowhere near as good as him but Kevin Bridges the way he can latch onto something and sort of just take it out of context a bit think of it in a different way yeah. like with a like he's got a bit about Bruno Mars his song Grenade and he's like if you happen to catch a grenade <laughs> for a girl they can't be that good yeah yeah you've said uh, we've chatted about comedians before uh, Kevin Bridges is one you always bring up yeah uh, and just, and you just like his is it his style his delivery yeah, is it complete, it's that his, his, his delivery is amazing like yeah. just, he just doesn't give a shit it's he's quite uh, he's kind of deadpan and kind of mischievous yeah kind of like at the same time it's it's like he's not it's, it's just this Scottish and it's 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 perfect for his style because he's like you say with a deadpan Mm. He can just say no, but the way he goes, 
no. You could just <laughs> yeah, 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 just yeah. brilliant. Yeah, so uh, true. But who else do that? Kevin Bridges. <laughs> uh, in terms of stand-up comedians, I've I've not watched any for a while because I think it makes me feel bad that I'm not doing it and I should oh, be really? doing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I used to watch Kevin Bridges Lee back. <laughs> Two white men. Yeah. Uh, the whiter the better. Who did I used to watch? I genuinely can't think. I've really not. Uh, not really. I've not been into American comedy. Yeah, Dave Chappelle. I I, I got it with the Netflix stuff. Yeah, but then, but he's kind of done that. I, like the comedy rules I love is I love that like when you come back to something later down the line Four and months, if, you, yeah. like, if you haven't seen his Netflix there's this joke about Bill Cosby um, and it's it's just like he planted it that's the yeah. I think that's the most beautiful stand up is when they plant something it's a whole bit that was funny yeah. and then they're able to come back to it yeah. later on the kind of craft of that is, is yeah. insane what are your plans for like so you've you had to go with the stand-up stuff. I'm such Steve Coogan. There we go. There we go. Do I actually cover it? I thought, I'm walking here and I thought, oh my God, he's he's turned into Alan Partridge because I saw a premiere in. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because I hadn't obviously been here before. I was like, oh fuck, he's moved into, he's calling it his own place and he's living in. It's a travel town. God. Um, Yeah, so the sketch has been going for a while. Yeah. Do you... Like, it's like wrong. The kid shit no, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with carrying on with that. But do you? What you like? You said earlier. Oh, that was the thing I was surprised by. You said, "Oh, you wanted to be famous." I did when I was younger. How do you feel after you've had like? A little now bit I've had my big slice of fame. I don't want any more. I say, "Mother, put it back in the fridge." <laughs> um, I think I it was a weird. Funny in it. Yeah, the want to be recognised. That that soon goes. But the want to be in the public eye, that's still there. Yeah. It's weird. I think... I don't know. What would you like... What would be the dream thing that you would want to do? Is it... Does, does your mind go to... So when I ask that question, does your mind go to... Does it go back to stand-up and all those amazing things, like your own Netflix thing or whatever? Or do you go to a sitcom? Or do you go to writing a film? Or where do you... Where does your mind I go? think a sitcom would be... Uh, like a big big thing for me I, I weirdly got an email the other week from uh, long ago no no they, they won't return them for me yeah. I think it was a it was a woman who said she used to work for, for Steve Coogan as his PA wow. and she sort of uh, with Baby Cow yeah the production company so they she was saying she was sending her stuff off to them just like a couple of directors and a, a writer from there and they were interested in if I had a script I don't. Uh, so now I'm working on a script because I've had an idea for ages, but I've just started to to actually get on with it. So I'm working oh, on a sitcom. Yeah, for like a bigger. So like, ideally, I'd get like six episodes mainly, yeah. and show them that. Uh, so that's what I've I've got to work on on the side of of YouTube. Mm. I think trying to make the sketches a little bit. They need to be like quality over quantity. Because I had a little phase earlier this year where it was just, I was just getting video up. Yeah. Did um, you feel that pressure? Because, I mean, like with XN, it was a bit of a joke about, like, Steve never uploads yeah. or whatever. But I guess you're, you're competing with Geordie and Lawrence, who are, like, just yeah. so consistent. And Will's probably even more consistent. Yeah. So that, that's tricky. The, 
Yeah, th- for me, it's I can't just talk to a camera. I have to. That's what as you've seen today. Uh, I have to try and. I think with my style, of, I've. I don't know. I've I've got to make sort of a spectacle. In, yeah. It's not. It's not. That's very pretentious, but it's. But it's, I tell you what, it's one. It's got a. It's got to feel right for you. That's yeah. important. The two. You've got to get people together to do it. Yeah. So it does like that. It's a different process. It's not like okay, right, turn it on. Yeah. Well, like you know, even me now, it's so easy, isn't it? To turn on the camera and have a chat for a bit. Yeah. Like that's that's not the same thing. And if it, if you start writing shit sketches, then yeah, unfortunately, people will tell you. So you want to <laughs> like yeah. you want to like make sure you're doing good stuff. Yeah, and I think if I find it funny, then I'm happy with that. That's that's pretty much the only aim. Yeah. But based on like you say about filming it's hard to get people together the uh, sort of the dream would be it, it becomes their full time job so then filming is just a, a regular occurrence that yeah. would be ideal and uh, final question then um, for anyone who and it's I think it's always probably it's a scary thing I've mentioned it probably have been for you go oh I think I'm funny and I yeah. want to pursue that as a job or as a something you can do with your life what advice would you give to someone who's who wants to do something like that? Well, for me, I sorry, sorry. So one, like for themselves, but two, like structurally, what would you? What like real practical advice would you give? Um, what I found most comforting was, uh, like I said, I, I went on, the, I went to this uh, university course, thinking, like I think I'm funny, but I'm probably not funny at all. So I went on it and then realised pretty soon in, um, yeah, that's only cocky. I was. Yeah, I you're was, funny. I'll say it's fine. I was. <laughs> I was probably above average in the class. Yeah. Um, and I think I've got a good eye for it. So, if people think they're funny, if you surround yourself with other people that think they're funny, uh, and you still think you're funny, then that's that must be a clear indication that. You've got, you, you've, you've got something about comedy you know what you're doing mm. um, there's different paths for it like like you said about uh, Oxford and Cambridge one of my uh, like back in school he was my best mate we used to make videos together um, like little sketches he went down that route he went to Oxford I think right um, went into whatever the theatre group yeah, or comedy group is and now he's doing like a, a run in Edinburgh like sketches there um, getting good reviews so mm. when people see like you say Oxford or Cambridge Edinburgh run it's like in you go yeah. there's TV for you um, not saying it's easy you have to work hard still yeah um, but if you're not sort of that way inclined if uh, if you just enjoy comedy I'd say it's stand up can be tricky because you're only showing yourself to maybe 30 people 100 people yeah. it can really tire you out thinking oh, we're going anywhere with this filming stuff makes it so much easier because there's it, there's no limit to who can see it Yeah. Um, so I'd say if you want to break it into comedy try and try and put it out there online whether it's in a, in a podcast to get your personality out there or like what Will does that's, yeah. that's a way to get more views is to talk about a topic that's just happened like say for instance a you know a big YouTube personality had some sort of fetish you could maybe make a few jokes about that <laughs> uh, I'm just spitballing it um, that, that's a way to test your uh, 
get your joke right in yes. you know just make a few comments on that <laughs> and then jump on the back of it put it out there leave it oh sorry oh, sorry. oh <laughs> I didn't see where you were going there um <laughs> Oh god! Um, <laughs> Get yourself out there, basically. Yeah, don't humiliate them, though. Okay. Yes. Um, so just, it's just a. I think the internet is a, and you can just do it on your phone. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I also think with that is so one see it as practice. Yeah. I think, and you can film it and, don't, and not put it out. That's it. Like, yeah. But you still gotta watch it and get that feedback. Yeah. Like, for yourself, I guess as well. I, I used to film my own stand up in my room just to see <laughs> what I did. I'd be like, I'd love to see that. Oh so, god, no. it was horrible. Um, but yeah, that, that's just the way to go, I think, because there's so many different platforms for social media, like mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram. Things go viral on that. Yeah. Instagram seems to be a, a weird place for comedians. You know? <laughs> yeah, maybe stay away from that. Yeah, but you know, Twitter's a good one. Um, not TikTok. No, no. Yeah, that's another. That's another process. Isn't it? That's a whole hour. TikTok. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Um, so there you go, Stephen, talking about comedy and all that stuff. Um, if you enjoyed this, there's loads of different episodes of the process on my YouTube channel, James Talkot channel. Um, it's also on iTunes if you just want to listen to it. Um, who we got? Will and E. We got Brian. We got Lawrence. Ian Holloway. Ian <laughs> the Ian Holloway. Uh, and uh, I've been recording other ones as well, so they'll be coming soon. Um, we're going to do great stories now. So uh, if that hasn't come out yet, or if it has come out yet, more importantly, go and watch that. Oh, yeah, yeah, if it doesn't come out, it was shit. Uh, <laughs> cheers, subscribe. See ya. Bye. Sorry, I did just ramble on shit. No, that was it.